Hello and welcome to Leicester United We Stand podcast in association with Betfred. Betfred opened the first shop in Salford in 1967 and currently sponsor the United We Stand podcast. We're at Old Trafford, it's 10am and it's very sunny here. Um, the pubs are already full, a lot of noise um, around the ground. Um, it's the second game in a free game run in eight days at home, so... Um, plenty to play for as we move into April. Um, the top four target is well on track um, after a win on, against Brentford on Wednesday. Um, I thought United played well enough to, de- to deserve that win and hopefully that'll continue against Everton. Um, it is um, a poor Everton team battling relegation that we're up against today. I was at Goodison in September and I actually think that that's one of the worst teams we've played this season um, and that's, that is reflected in the league position. I'll have a, the usual chat with the lads to di- dissect the game following and thanks to everybody that's bought the mag recently. Um, it is well supported and it is very much appreciated. It's post-match after Manchester United have completed, I'd say, a comfortable victory over Everton and we're in the sun at Old Trafford. Um, we're happy, we've won. Bloomy, what do you think of the game? Best we play in weeks, mate. To be honest, they were sharp from the off. Uh, should have been at least three or four up in the first 20 minutes. Um, Everton were, I'm surprised because they've, you know, I've seen them the last few weeks and they have battled you know, quite you know, quite well really. Chelsea for example, they got a draw there, battled well but today I thought they were thought they were dire. Yeah they're sure. absolutely yeah. crap but we yeah. need to, we need to <clears throat> unpick how much yeah. of that was United and how much yeah. of, of it, no, was Everton, it was Everton. Yeah? Yeah. It was more United playing really well to be honest. Stuart are you glass half full, mm. glass, glass half empty? We're selling the sun, we're selling the rain. <laughs> um, glorious, I'm just topping up my tan here. Um, mm. if, I, if there was a 45 minutes of this season which summed up a, where Everton are, you know, they've, I think they've won six games all season, but B, where we are in terms of our goal mm. difference, that first 45 minute, was it? Yeah. You know, no one could have complained if we'd have gone in 5 0 at half time. Um, and that's why we're 35, 40 goals behind the top two. It tells its own story. I'm not having it, I'm not having it that Pickford was man of the match because I think it was more poor finishing. Maybe one of them was a good save, but um, yeah, really, really good first half, obviously. The obvious change at the back was Maguire, but we've we've talked about Maguire plenty of times, and I think that was the perfect game for him. Yeah, where I mean, no, no I'll come on to that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah no, you know really that Sims played up front, young lad, but no one was ever going to run in behind him, no, no. and it allowed Wan Bazaka to be uh, all over the pitch. I thought it was brilliant first yeah, half, yeah. Wan Bazaka. So yeah, even comf- our resident comf- misery, Gotch James, uh, how are you feeling? No, well, I'm happy. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I was impressed, especially in your uh, your seat that you uh, donated to the. Uh, the Sulphur Junior Foundation. Um, <laughs> it was impressive. Uh, no, honestly, I mean, I think it had that sort of party atmosphere to it. Whenever you know United played teams towards the end of the table, especially last season, the difference in performance when United drew one-one with Everton under Solskjaer, and it was such a negative atmosphere around the club, and it's just come on leaps and bounds since then. And there was never a moment where I thought United were going to lose today. Even the first five, ten minutes, Everton had one chance. But again, like going forward, it was like Fernandez was almost playing in that skulls role where he's playing so deep, he was just playing those long balls over the top. And I don't think we've, we've seen United play that direct before under Ten Hag, and it's good that he can adapt the squad to play against teams like Everton and, and, and not play that sort of short passing game that we've seen a bit more against other sides higher up. So I think United again on the counter attack were really good, but but like Stuart was saying, I mean, Anthony must have had about three or four really good chances today. And even though the last one was a good save by Pickford, he, he should have scored at least two. Yeah, I wanted to come on to that because I think that's um, probably the big talking point of this game, um, the amount of chances we missed. Um, I mean, did, did you see it as really bad finishing? Yeah, to yeah, be honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rashford again, like he was through about two times. There was one where 
Um, I think he was like five yards, he had, he had five yards at least in front of him. Could have easily slotted it home. And he's just chosen the way where Pickford's, Pickford's going. Mm. We're saying at half time, if that was Haaland, for example, he's putting that away without, without a doubt. Um, so it is a bit of concern. You see, like Stu says, you see the goal difference from miles behind on that. I think you can possibly, you know, excuse maybe Rashford for one or two, you know, with his goal return this season. But you know, players like Anthony, we're going to need them to start stepping up with some goals, aren't we? And he had yeah. he had yeah. two um, today. I thought the second one, you know, the problem was his first touch rather than the finish because he didn't take it across the defender and rule him out. But the first one, you know, it's on his left foot. Yeah, he's got the angle. <clears throat> you know, you can't really wish for a better chance than that. No, you're right. I, we had 12 shots on target, I believe. Um, yeah, three or four of them were Anthony. But I think, you know, whether you're left-footed, right-footed, coming in from the left, coming in from the right, I think sometimes you've got to switch it up. And it tends to, obviously, well, tries to put it in that same corner all the time. Sometimes you've got to give the keeper the eyes, haven't you? Yeah. And put it in the, in the opposite corner. And I think if he just tries that once or twice, because, again, there were... You know, I might be doing a, a disjustice slightly, but until I see him back on TV, they just all seem to be quite a good height for a keeper. You know, a, a two foot off the ground sort of thing, mm. where if he slides it literally along the floor or puts it in the top corner, you know, he scores one of them goals. Um, the other one, I think, when it was it one nil, uh, was one Bazaka, which again, I think an, was, I, was it was it nil yeah, nil. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so I think Anthony hit the post, didn't he? And, and to be fair, it come at him very quickly. Um, and for a, you know, for a right back who was where he was, to be fair. He, he had to take it with his left foot and you know you could say he missed an open net almost but if he, I think if, if he takes it with his right foot he scores but at the same time when it comes that quickly from off the post and you're only like four or five yards away it's, it's easy to criticise really But um, probably a bit hard than it looked but he still should have scored yeah, yeah probably yeah. like I said yeah but 12, 12 attempts on goal definitely I think seven or eight of those are, are poor finishes so you know yeah. we, we could have we, sh- we could and should have stood been studying now talking about five or six goals really I think um, just coming on to James um, I think the one thing that's you know got on my nerves since Wednesday um, is the midfield shooting you know I see I see him leaning back and leathering it over the bar yeah. and I don't think I've you know seen one low hard on target you know getting the basics right and that that, that to me is one area where I think just, just like if it's on target, you can get a deflection, or you can the keeper can parry it out. Or just there's a lot going over the bar. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. Tom when they got the first goal today, but yeah. I think that's the problem without Casemiro in that midfield. There's just that lack of composure, and it feels like the panic under situations where there should be calm. Everton aren't a threatening team to play against, but it feels like they get the ball and instead of passing it out wide or looking for players in space, they just go for the the option to just try and shoot. And there's no need to do that because the chances of you scoring from 30 yards out are so slim. You're better off just playing it out wide, but. Again, I think when Ericsson came on, to be fair, he did, he did sort of slow it down a bit and he looked a bit more composed. But I think Mitch is a bit of an enigma because he got his goal again today, but still, you know, there was a couple of times he was giving the ball away and he, he just needs to just calm down a bit when he's on the ball, I think. It, it was it's a good point with the panicking, like Sabitzer. He's a player that's been renowned across, you know, in, your, in Germany and that for being a cool you know, sort of player and that. And he was... He was him out. Yeah, last yeah. year he loads. I think there was like two or three occasions where he could have easily had, again, a couple of goals. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. say, again, he lashed a couple over. Mm. Tommy, yeah, mm. it was a great finish. It was a great little run and he had to take it first time and, you know, he smashed it in. Uh, I did notice, I clocked it actually, it's a bit sad, but 57th minute, I think Malassia broke up, a, you know, did a very, you know, really good challenge just outside our box and then broke quite quickly. And I remember looking up and literally Bruno Sabitza and McTominay, you know, our midfield, were literally on the halfway line in a line. 
And again, I think that's, that's, that shows you the problems what we're facing in terms of getting a midfielder forward. One of those has got to be busting the gut to get into the box. It came to nothing in me, and I think, I think a goal kick came from it. But my last year, I'd like burst forward 70, 80 yards, and all of our midfield were like 30, 40 yards behind in the line. None, one of them should have been in the box. Nice to see you've took over the uh, like <laughs> incredible analysis in John's absence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that, I'll, I'll have a look back at that tonight. It was dead, honestly, it was dead yeah. noticeable. Really, I thought, I thought, what are you all doing? One of you's got to be, you know, busting the gut to get into yeah. the box to get to give other options. Just for those of us that don't get that, John watches back every single Manchester United game in the ninety minutes. So, you know, Stuart there um, has given us one, one to look at without <laughs> having to do that. So, yeah, that's good. Um, I, I want to be. A, I want to come on to a real positive. Actually, I think. Um, the main thing about today and the takeaway that I've got as well as the sun is, you know, um, the fact that the fact that we've got a lot of players that have been in quite poor form for a long time starting to hit form at the right time. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good to have Ericsson back, for example. No, obviously, I know he's been out for a while, but um, I think looking at going back to last week, how bad a result that was, we're all worried it was going to be a bit iffy this week and yeah. we've come through it relatively comfortable in the end and it's... And it is testament to like like Malassia, for example. He's he's been brilliant since he's come in with yeah, yeah, Shaw great. being injured. Yeah. So aggressive, and isn't it? Yeah, he's he's, I don't I don't necessarily think, obviously, in terms of ability, as good as Shaw. No, but no, no. He, the, but the winger battle. knows he's playing against him. Doesn't yeah, he? he's a battle. He hasn't pinned back all the yeah. time. He really goes in for it. And that ball forward, you know, to the um, winger's feet. Just watch where he is every time. Yeah, you know, exactly. Right heels, yeah, true. Is, um, yeah, so it's a good plus. We yeah. said the same on on Wednesday. There was lots of sevens and eights, and I think it was very similar today. Maybe eight, eight and a half, a few, you know. Uh, I think quite, you know, four or five players who played on Wednesday probably, you know, stepped up a little bit more today, especially about first half. So, you know, when you're getting eights and possibly a couple of nines, that's where you want to be, isn't it? Yeah, I think, it, I think it will improve as well. A, a big miss, uh, Garnett show for me because how direct he is on that side. How, how long is he out? Oh, no. <sighs> we don't know. No. It said, I'm sure it's said about. Four or five weeks. Only John was here, yeah. Yeah, we'd have that information. Yeah, yeah. 17 days, three hours. Yeah. 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 James, um, I I just noted then that a couple of players who have struggled this season um, coming into form at the right time. I was thinking specifically um, before Bloomy started going on about all these other players, (laughs) I was thinking specifically about Maguire and McTominay. You know, good performances today. Yeah, I think think it'd be a good game just for Maguire to play in just because it's a a team lower down in the table, there's just less pressure on him. I think the thing is with Maguire, I think he needs to ease himself back into the team. I don't think it would have been right if he was playing, you know, in, in his big matches like, you know, your, your Barcelona is sort of these big matches whereby if he does come on, you know, there's going to be that, that pressure on top of him. So, yeah, I think he had a good game today. But again, Everton aren't really a great team. And I don't really think it's a, a good reflection of how, you know, his performances at United. But you can only play with what, what's in front of him, I guess. But I'd like to see more of him, I guess, against bigger sides. And then we can judge him at the end of the season. I think Chelsea would be an ideal game to play him in if, if both teams don't have anything to play for. And we can sort of assess him then, but still not entirely convinced by him, to be honest. I think it's pretty um, like obvious with him, to be honest, what, what, he, what he likes mm. and what he doesn't. You know, I think he likes it when we're in um, like a low block defending, you know, and he can defend his penalty box. And I think equally he likes it when we can push up really far because they won't run in behind. I think it's that in between mm. where you know teams press and you know you can't stay in. He's your, not a fast defender, is he? No, and no. we saw that actually. There yeah. was, there was um, a three-on-one earlier. I think it was Gray on the, the left-hand yeah. side. He just couldn't catch up with him, and, that, and that's not. He's just not that defender, is he? And it's the, the more space he has to mm. mark. If, he, if he's marking his penalty box, then you know he's in his element. But I think 
you know the more teams stretch him and pull him into channels and things I think you know that's when you start to see Maguire struggle so I just don't think long term you know he, he might be suited to United in every game and especially not first choice but today you know I have to give him his credit and yeah. I don't like him you know I don't like our support calling him crap because he clearly isn't it's just yeah, I think he's suited to specific styles of play yeah and I think he's probably earned a couple of starts he's had this week off the back of the internationals as well you know uh, you know scoring a few goals for Scotland and you know if you've if you've a manager and I'm sure Fred's not obviously too happy sat on the bench and he's probably thinking that he you know he deserves to start but you know when someone's in such good form and goal scoring form and to be fair he's packed it up today with a goal so yeah. you can't really argue with those decisions you know we're not we're not away to Arsenal we're not away to City so you know he's, he's done well um, but he, you know he, we know we know we know his level don't we yeah yeah and with with that uh, running coming up as well I think it's only Chelsea Spurs that are maybe a bit iffy but you'd be thinking that he'd be playing more of them games that are coming up yeah so. um, I just wanted to come on to um, Everton's goalie because I, I did think he had a good game and he's never talked about is he as somebody who'll get a bigger move um, do you think that's valid or do you think you know I noticed a couple of times he's under pressure you know he's quite good with his feet as well you know do you, do you not rate him because he's got a mistake in him what is it that stops him from being you know, a, a, a goalkeeper at a top club. Strange, yeah, it's a strange one. I suppose at the moment, with you know, Liverpool and City wouldn't be interested, and probably nor Arsenal. Uh, Chelsea have changed the keeper a few times, haven't they? But he's definitely as good. He's a top top six team goalkeeper, definitely. Mm, yeah. You know, he's, again, he's kept him in it today, and you know, they've, I think it's not his fault that they've only won, won six games this season, is it? It's, it's the rest of the team. So you know, he's, he's England again. You could, you could argue there's not that much choice out there in terms of England number one, yeah. but. Um, you know, is, is he is he better than De Gea? Probably not. Is he is he similar with De Gea with his feet? He probably kicks it better. I don't know slightly, but it's a, it's a strange one. How old is he now? Is he thirty? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. He's got another weird one as well yeah. with De Gea early, wasn't there? He basically just passed the ball out to no one. <laughs> he kicked it out yeah. of the touch. Yeah. yeah, I think he just thought, well, yeah. there's no there's no one on. I'm not going to kick it to a blue shirt. We say that happens every week, though, don't we? No, but he did. He just, he just genuinely. Yeah. Everyone thought someone injured. Yeah. Kicked, yeah. It, kicked, kicked it towards an off stand. It's like yeah. okay, play safe. Yeah. <laughs> the, the main worry for me today as well, mate. You might be on your itinerary. I'm sure it is. Is the uh, Rashford situation. Yeah, I was yeah. going to come to it. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't understand. I don't know it's in a hindsight, but when we, the second goal was it two? Was it um, seventy minutes or something? Why not take him off? Yeah, take him off. We need to wrap him up and yeah. look what's happened. I mean, we're hoping it's not the worst, but if it's if it's an hamstring or a groin or something, it's like groin. It's three or four. He, he walked off very, very, uh, you know, cheapish. Yeah, yeah so, cheapish, yeah. but definitely so. Sulking, so so <laughs> the game was won. I just don't get why he wasn't taken off when that second goal went in, but. You know, that's yeah. Ten Hag's decision, but yeah. hopefully it's not um, as bad as what we think it is because, you know, you get Martial back and then Rashford's out for three or four weeks. Yep, so game's coming thick, thick and fast now. Um, you know, there is that with Rashford as well because, you know, even a slight grind strain, you know, you're looking at two, three weeks, I think. So we could miss a lot of games now. Well, it's the games yeah. you're going to miss, isn't it? The yeah, Seville yeah, games, the semi-final. Thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when he's back, um, definitely. Um, so, in terms of priorities, and I, I I mean, I've looked at the table, Stuart's got it there, yeah. so what are we above? Three. Um, three, three above Newcastle. Guns, I mean, look at the goal difference, Newcastle's yeah. 18, a better goal difference. Than I know. Um, five above Spurs with a game in hand, what's yeah. Brighton? They've got a game in hand on us, haven't they? So they'll go yeah. six behind us, won't they? Yeah. And they've got two on Spurs as well, so it's... Uh, I think yeah. it's... And what about Liverpool? Are they... 
43. It'd be hard for them to catch all three of them now, won't it? I can't can't say it's winning the league, but you never know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's, um, I think top four, I think we, when I said after the Newcastle defeat, you know, if we bounce back with two home wins, Mm. I really think we'll be okay in the Champions League. Spurs one up at Brighton. So, you know, that's a big game um, for both of those teams today. Um, we'll go round and we'll do quick man of the matches, Bloomer. Um I've got two on my mind, but I'm just going to say Bruno edged it, I think. Yeah. yeah. James, go on. No, I was just going to say <laughs> Fernandez again. Um, also, what's the thing about referring to players by their first names? Why the beat, I, didn't, why, I didn't mean so. No, I know, but it's like, I've noticed it, like, you know, you know like, players, like, people refer to them as, like, Trent or Bruno. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's because he's got a double-barrelled surname. It's like, wait, is it, is it Shaw or is it Luke? Yeah, but Fernandez doesn't have a double-barrelled surname. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, is it Fernandez then? Fernandez. Yeah. Not Bruno. Yeah. Who are you having, man? Fernandez, yeah. You having Fernandez? Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought Martinez was solid again. I uh, thought, again, lots of sevens and eights. But Bad chance of Everton's was his fault, though. Was it? Yeah. Wait, for that reason, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, give it to the man who got us underway, really, and I thought I had a, a, another solid game, McTominay, who, who got it on Wednesday. And you're going to agree with me, aren't you? Yeah, I'm the kicker, I think so. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with Scott McTominay, definitely. Yeah. That'll do. Uh, <laughs> Twice in two games. So, we're, coming up then, we've got um, Seville, Seville on Thursday. Seville on Forest. Forest, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Seville again, and then Sunday. Brighton. So, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean Marcus Rashford could miss, you know, even if it's a slight yeah. precaution, you know, we're looking at a week. Um, so you're looking at two two games. There, I, I just think second goal goes yeah. in, you, no matter what, whether it's a 46 minute or 80 second minute, you, you take Rashford off. Yeah. Martial was on the pitch, or had he come on by that point? Actually, yeah, he was on. Yeah, there. but you know, um, put anyone up front, doesn't matter. Two 0 Everton were never going to score yeah, with it. So it's got a bit of a horrible feeling about that semi as well. Just, yeah. yeah. Which semi? The Brighton one. All oh, right, just checking. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think people underestimate them a bit in terms of how good they are. You sold yeah. for a ticket now? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. How many have you sold today? One hundred twenty. That's not enough. No, it's no not. he's not sorry for a ticket. No, no, no. We needed one fifty. No. Cheers to everyone that bought the mag. Um, it's it's um, sunny Old Trafford. Happier sellers. Um, a good victory for United. Um, far better league position than we were in the, um, this time last week. So, you know, you got you can't um, be more happier than that. Cheers, lads. Thanks. Happy Easter. Cheers. All the best.